episode number 243, Electric Muscle Cars. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezza. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. And we have with us a special guest in the studio this week. A recurring guest. Recurring guest. Once again. Manny Katakas, Muscle Cars and Trucks. Welcome to the show. We got a lot to talk about this week. Yeah, sure do. We have some some almost groundbreaking type stuff that was released this week. You know, we're on we're on the verge of the LA Auto Show. We did we got back from SEMA. I mean, I'm still I'm still hungover from SEMA. <laughs> <laughs> so much. I mean, we our last two episodes of the Camaro Show have been about SEMA. There's, so we're, I'm I'm still unpacking from it. Yeah. You know, both physically yeah. and literally. It was a good it was a good show this year. It was. I, I I had a good time. I had a good time. So uh, the the title of the show is Electric Muscle Cars. And the re- there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, uh, Ford dropped upon us the all-new Mustang. Yeah. An all-new Mustang. An all-new Mustang. Mm-hmm. A... SUV Mustang? An SUV, yeah, head tilt, uh, question yeah. mark. Yeah. <laughs> That's what uh, I'm looking. Yeah, it is it is um, a Mustang branded electric SUV. Right. Which, if you are, even if you're not a Mustang fan, even if you're a muscle car fan, even if you're an American performance fan, this is an outright blasphemy. Yeah. This is a, it just takes everything... 60 years essentially that that we've come to know mm-hmm. and just rolls it up throws it what feels like throws it in the trash can but <laughs> but did they really um right and so i think i think we're going to spend a lot of time in the show talking about about that and just the idea of the electric muscle car and what it means for 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 the performance community going forward the american performance vehicle community uh, whether this is just a, a, a harsh reality, a, a, a pill we have to swallow, you know, or can can everything coexist at once? Is this just all going to be two two bookends to an amazing bandwidth mm-hmm. of, of of products? I mean, I've heard everything from one side to the other. One side being, oh my God, the world is is ending, everything's blowing up, mm. uh, you know. My, my I want gas powered you know, from my dead cold hands whatever mm-hmm. to the to to the other side saying wait a minute this is a really cool technological you know car to enter into uh, this sort of segment where let's, let's I, I I guess we're only basically Tesla is you really don't go and get a, an electric vehicle that looks good you know what I mean. Well, they've been for, I mean, for a long I mean, time. Up to this, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like up to this point, they've all just been very shallow renditions of. They're all compliance cars, right? Right, and they're all these these little dinky, sort of like over again, like overly priced. Because guess what, guys? Like batteries are expensive, and guess what, guys? EVs are for rich people. I don't care mm-hmm. 
what anyone's trying to tell convince you to, to, to be otherwise. Like they're they're expensive, they're contributing to higher ATPs. And even though that they're like not a big part of the segment now, like who knows if they'll ever be because there's very obvious technological constraints to them. You know, maybe we'll all just kind of look back at, at this stuff and it'll just be like a laughable fad <laughs> because maybe mm-hmm. we'll find a new technology or maybe we'll just realize that, you know, hey, ice actually, you know, dust to dust ain't that bad, right? right. Like you, you, it might be less labor and resource intensive to just stick to gas engines. You know, it might actually be net or, or I don't know what's the word I want to say, but like again, I, I think I, I made this like observation before. It's like the stuff you order on Amazon probably has a bigger carbon footprint than the car you have in your driveway because of the logistical nightmare that it that it has to go through just to get you out. Especially if you're doing expedited, right? It's like, oh, that really you know the crappy like t-shirt or you know weird product you. You ordered is like, where do you think it's built? It's probably not built here, so it has to get on a, a boat that burns tar, right? Like, it has to go all the way to, across the Pacific, lands in California, probably gets on a get, get either gets on an airplane or gets on a, a, a semi truck and then makes it all the way to your stupid doorstep because you couldn't go to the grocery store. It's true, or you couldn't, I mean, or I you couldn't a go to the mall. Six dollar pizza cutter. That I ordered it yesterday and it showed up today. Cause, cause Prime, right? I mean, I don't have. I'm probably <laughs> like one of the few American millennials that does not have an Amazon account. You don't have an I, Amazon. account? I know. I'm a caveman. Jeez. Oh, geez, lucky you. You might as well put your cell phone in a vice and and not connect to the internet ever again either, and be happy. Wow. Uh, maybe I'll be happy. Drive your dinosaur bone fossil fuel vehicle whatever happened to e85 wasn't that the big wave that was going to happen well meyer 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 gas stations still have those yeah i still see e85 all the time well yeah but you you still like i mean if you're if you're a horsepower junkie like if you get an e85 tune on your car like you get you unlock some good horsepower you have to run fuel lines and whatever yeah sure no i get that but i mean they were saying like e85 is the future doesn't it take like a gallon and a half of fuel to make a gallon of E85? It's all carn. It's, yeah, it's a carn, carn. It's a. I mean, it's also like thirty, like mileage wise, thirty percent. Yeah, less yeah. efficient. Well, you know? my Grand Cherokee is a flex fuel vehicle, and one time I put E85 in it, and I could pretty much watch the gas gauge go down as I went down the highway. <laughs> yeah. And then the service engine light came on, and I went to the dealership, and they said, "Yeah, don't don't put that stuff in there, even though it says you can." Don't. Wow. Wow. So, Jason, what did you think when you saw the the, the Mustang? I thought it was this April Mach-E. 1st all over again. Did you really? Yeah, I thought, I'm like, no, no way. They I mean, been, no I mean way. it, it kind of got leaked. They've, didn't, didn't well, they've, been, leak they've, been, they've been also teasing this, I think, what, For since two years, right? New Year's, two years, yeah. And, and originally, they were calling it the Mach 1, which is like even more just like, you're going to call an electric SUV the Mach 1? Are you nuts? <laughs> so they got, they, Ford kind of got laughed out of the room with that one. They kind of go it's back the, to the bottle, the drawing board. They should have called it the Escort. They should have called it the if, Pinto. They should have called it anything but Mustang. If they did, would we have even bothered to talk about it? No, because they were genius. It was a genius marketing campaign. It's trolling almost. Because what, oh. what they could do is down the line go, you know what? You know, maybe this isn't a Mustang. Maybe we're going to change the name now. Pinto. Bang! Everybody's going to be talking about it all over again. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know if they're going to. There's an actual, like, someone made a petition oh, yeah. to change the name. Of course, like, of like, course like, they Yeah, did. of course. But, like, <laughs> like, that's going to work. But, I mean, like, I get 
I I think I get the it, it's it's clumsy what they're doing how they did it it's clumsy. Um, the one brand who who did it right that did it perfectly was Porsche. Okay, think about it. O- originally, too, like the Porsche was a car, like the Corvette was just a car. Yeah. Um, and then you fast forward, you you know, past your three five six and whatever, you get you finally get your nine elevens, you get your nine four fours, you get your nine two eights, you get your nine one fours. So you have this whole lineup of sports cars over a couple of decades that have established your reputation as a performance brand. Yeah? So in 2002, what did, what happened? They introduced the Cayenne, right? They introduced oh, yeah. a midsize crossover. A Porsche did, right? And it, like, like, what? Talk about a blasphemy in 2002. Fast forward now, it's 2019, or even like, you could even say it didn't take, it didn't take long at all for people to realize like, oh, this is a good idea. And now, finally, you're starting to see all these performance car brands do yeah. the same thing. Like, Aston Martin DBX was revealed. You know, Lamborghini Urus has been on the market for a year and a half. Uh, you've got Bentley Bentayga. You've got Rolls-Royce Cullinan. You've got a Ferrari SUV, on, like, coming. And so you 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 do it for a long enough time. You, you, you solidify yourself as a performance brand, and then you roll out the sort of like opposite end of, of, of your sports car, but yet it still is, is, is sport like a Cayenne, a Cayenne turbo. Those are still very sporty cars or, or SUVs. What's the is, McCann? The McCann is the, the, and that's the thing too. Like what happened after that is it, it was so successful that they introduced another SUV, yeah. right? But they never, they never really divvied still from, from offering performance cars. Like the 911 is, is forever and always right. An icon. You've got your 718 Boxster, your 718 Cayman, whatever they're calling it now, it's whatever. Um, but you you have those vehicles, and then like every once in a while, you've got your crazy one-offs like your like your 918. And a lot of people credit the success of these Porsche SUVs to fund these these fun one-off hypercar programs. So like if for this or uh if if Porsche decided to be frozen in time and just sell you a 911 from now until the end of uh, of time we probably would have never have had uh a 918 right we, we probably would have never have had this 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 broad this open spectrum of of products and i think i think that's what Ford is doing cuz they they've talked about making the Mustang as well as Bronco for that matter full on brands Okay, so you're gonna have you're gonna have more Mustang products, and it seems a little forced at this point in time. Yet there there's a bit of there's a bit of genius there, right? Now is it to go all the same thing happened within like this thing happened in, in within like two weeks? They had the the Mustang GT500 drive, right? Supercharged 5.2 liter, uh, 760 horsepower, super muscle car. Yep. And then, like two weeks later, here's this electric crossover that's also a Mustang, <laughs> and talk about the mental gymnastics on that one, man. And it's just, it's too. That was knee jerk. That was just, that was, that was like, whoa, wait, what? What's a Mustang? And my friend, uh, my friend Connor Golden, who writes for Automobile, uh, he actually, so I, he lives in California, presumably at the LA Auto Show. Actually, I think he, he was at the, he was at the um, reveal event, I think, for the Mach E. And he goes to the automobile offices, GT500 in the parking lot. So it's like you have to kind of 
sit there and process that both of these cars are now Mustangs, and there's not really much we can do about it. <laughs> so, so what does that mean? That and what I think it means is that because everything is just getting so damn regulatory, you just un, until un, until everything just implodes on itself. This is kind of going to be the 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 reality we live in. So you've got you've got to deal with this this duality, right? I mean, so, look what's going on in California, right? But exactly, I mean, that's, exactly, that's... exactly, exactly. Well, by the way, Carb boycotted the the L.A. Auto Show. Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's it's a it's a bizarre. Uh, yeah, I, I I couldn't live there, and I, I don't want to, um, but. It's it's uh, I don't know, I'm I'm running around now, um. The 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 GT five hundred might only be able to exist in the future, if it means a Maki as well. Really? Really? I I think that's I like if if you if you're that concerned, right? Especially because like, what happens if a Democrat gets reelected in twenty twenty or not reelected elected in twenty twenty, or what happens? After say say even Donald Trump gets two terms, who's been fairly you know laissez faire when it comes to emissions, right? Uh, you know he's 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 kind of been for emissions rollback and stuff like that. And what that means is you 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 kind of get to get to play with V8s a little longer, a little longer, a little longer. Yep. But everyone is so has got so much hysteria over over cars and over the ICE engine and over your personal choice of transportation, which I will continue to say does almost nothing to affect global warming com- com- compared to like air travel compared yeah. to ships you know your personal your your personal choice of transportation does not really right it shouldn't matter so let's let's go full circle here what does this mean for the competition the competition camaro. I, we're talking camaro ugh. what is this the logical next step for camaro is this what we see coming you know, we you you. I mean, you broke the news. Uh, the next, the seventh gen Camaro is has been shelved, and as as far as you know, there's still no work on that. Is this the logical next step for Camaro? Can you see the big the biggest mistake that that Chevrolet could do would be to make the Camaro a completely electric car and only an electric car. Yeah. What I so so kind of to 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 to. to to back this up and to kind of like paint a clearer picture here. I don't think that the Ford Mustang coupe and its engine is going away anytime soon, especially right. because like, yeah. again, like if, if, if Maki sales work and, and cause I, you know, it's a compliance car. It's just a nice one. If, if sales work, then that means you can, you can still have your GTs. You can still have right. your GT350s, yeah. 500s. Bill Ford Jr. Uh, in, I assume what was a media scrum, Hinted that, and we reported on this too, MuscleCarsAndTrucks.com, that there will probably be an electric Mustang coupe, and I think they teased that at the SEMA show with the with the lithium concept, which had a thousand pound feet of torque and nine hundred horsepower. Like for what they were trying to do, like they 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 made a splash with it yeah. because of the output. Like it to put it in an, an, another way, it had more output. Than the Shelby American Dragon Snake, and the Jack Roush Edition Mustang. So it was essentially, I mean, aside from I, th- even even more powerful than the Ring Brothers 
uncle wow. that was that that was out there. Now, wow. granted, I'd rather have the Ring Brothers car, like a <laughs> coolest freaking blue car I've ever seen. Pretty badass, real badass. So, you know, again, like is 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 the electric Mustang Coupe next? And I think, I think that the the American performance car community, the muscle car community, yeah. will be fine, and they'll tolerate an electric m- Mustang so long as they get their gas cars right. too, because. From as as much as I've read, as much as I've dealt with enthusiasts, and, and Jason can say the same thing, the community is not ready. I don't yeah. think we'll ever be ready. We're just it's not it's, ready it's for not, electric. It's, not, it's mentally, or it's just it's not the demographic. Okay, this is a this is a group of people that they like the sensations of everything involving the automobile. Okay, and you're taking a lot of that away. Yeah, and 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 for not really much of a good reason, honestly. So. Other than than oh look neat technology and stuff, but it's 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 all kind of gotten a little lost in the plot. But again, say the Camaro were to go electric, if it was only to go electric, it's suicide. If they kept it, if they if they had a gasoline variant, right? Mm-hmm. A V eight, like another trim level, not a trim level, just like have 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 the have. Have that lineup. Have an electric car. Have an electric Camaro. Have a completely untethered V8 Camaro. Have okay. that too. Okay. Because if people are going to... You'll be able to sell that electric Camaro in a lot of countries. It'll count towards your 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 fleet average, et cetera, et cetera. You know, so long as they don't outright ban... And, and this is America. We're not going to outright ban the internal combustion engine anytime soon. As I much, sure hope not. As much as California <laughs> thinks we can, as much as California wants to, oh, just God. not going to happen. And I think you're going to see that backfire in a lot of European countries and cities that are trying to do that within 10 years. I, I think you're going to see a lot of rollback on that, too. Yeah. So, anyway, that's it's, it's kind of where that <clears throat> that is. Well, I'm seeing that GM just announced that uh, they have a timeline for their electric pickup truck. 2021. 2021. So yep. we got a year and a half so we got to take an, before it starts w- hitting. That's a hell of a accelerated timeline. Mm-hmm. Say that much. Um, trucks. But, trucks. Which I think is even more stubborn of a market, or just as stubborn of a market as the muscle car market. Yep. But you, you've got a bigger pool to to play play in when it comes to that. I think so. First of all, how many like <laughs> you got? You got Tesla. You got Ford coming out. With, they said a new electric F one hundred and fifty. You got Rivian. You got Bollinger. I feel like I missed that, that. Bollinger is weird looking. It's it's kind of it's funky. I like that. I like the simple. I like the simplicity of it. But it's still one hundred twenty five grand. Yeah, that's hard. That's a hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. Oh mm-hmm. my god! And then you've got this. I mean, I don't know how viable it actually is. The Lordstown Motors company that took over the Lordstown plant in Ohio, and they're going to make an electric truck. I don't know how. I don't know how viable that one is. Um, and I, I feel like I'm I'm missing somebody. Else. Oh, I think Fisker or Karma Automotive or whoever like they just yeah. also teased an electric truck. It's like, guys, how big do you think this market segment is going to be? I don't see it. I, I, it's just silly. You're going to see a lot of these guys. Probably not even make it to market. You'll see the Chevy. You'll see the Ford. You'll yeah. You'll see the Tesla. You'll see the Rivian. 
Um, then then that doesn't even talk about you got to have the charging system. You got you got to have too. the infrastructure and like these are big boys, right? These aren't little compliance cards. You, no. you can't just put like a. You're gonna need a lot of battery, a lot of power to get like you know just normal range. That's all expensive, and it's going to be expensive. Like that 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 GM electric truck. It, if you're looking if you're looking for just a, a base, I mean a base Silverado price just to get one, it's gonna be closer to a hundred grand than fifty. <laughs> you can only imagine because like because think about the the requirements of it. Like you're in a pickup truck, so it has to. It has to haul. It has to tow. It has to be able to do all of these things yep. very well. Something's going to give, and it's always the price. You can't. You you can never. Yeah. It, can, it can't be fast, capable, and cheap. Right. right. Jason, what was the uh, the thing that uh, they would always say in your focus groups? If uh, oh, they, if you want it, how much do you want to pay for it? Mm-hmm. Well, and it kind of goes back too to that. Uh, uh, what was it like two? Two years ago, with that that e- that email was floating around, the customer survey for the Camaro. It's oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, we'll give you the electric a, assist. Give you an electric assist V eight hybrid, but it's what like a ten thousand dollar option or something. It's just I was like, no one's gonna pay for that. <laughs> and they probably that's probably the feedback that they got. They're like, uh, yeah, sorry, no. Like, rather just take a small block. Thank you. Yep. Make it cheaper. Thank you. And now they they have right. I was they, they've got the LT one. They got the Camaro right. LT one. I was talking to Harlan Charles at the SEMA show. Um, kind of, I mean, market share, not that that means much, right. but market share for the Camaro is up. Mostly, I mean, you're seeing a lot of fluctuation from the high end. Like uh, like Challenger was like up and now it's down. Um, Mustang's been consistent. Camaro's been on the been flat on the bottom. I think that's, the f- that's like the floor. Um, I just... They're, they now they have on like available right the the cheapest V8 muscle car and and the most horsepower you can get for under thirty five grand you know, yeah so it's and then they, then they tease that convertible concept at the at, at SEMA show yeah so actually the, I think the fir- he was telling me that the first Camaro LT one that was built was a convertible really yeah so I hmm. guess it was always. In the plans, it was always a thing. Yeah, they just didn't make a, they just didn't make too much of a stink about it. And yeah, they didn't really. I mean, they didn't have a lot of photos of the Camaro LT one, no. even media photos. So it was the only Camaro that was on the floor. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. well, besides True. the Copos, yeah. yeah. Well, besides, yeah. Besides the Copos and the Copo, the John Force looks sweet. Yeah, looked real good. Yeah, it does. It's not bad. Neat to see. Uh, and you can get that color too. Um, you can get the John Force livery. There, that otherwise is a one of a one of one with the John Force like signatures and everything. I think it's getting auctioned off uh, charity, but uh, it's otherwise. Um, yeah, they they got cool co- like you've got a, a bunch of retro inspired colors from 1969. Oh yeah, and I think that'd be really cool to maybe like. I saw they had what, butternut yellow. Mm. Oh uh, my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know the all the butternut and then well, they, they got hugger. hugger. They yeah. got hugger. That's a cool color. <laughs> so, so the question is, we we got all this talk about this, and it's going to cost that, and it's going to be the other thing. Are, are we going to eventually see a point where it's electric? Everything is electric for the most part. Kind of like, you know, like like they, they they said that diesel would take over the world too, and it hasn't. It's still there. I mean, look, but, it's it's revolutionized. It 
it's always revolutionized trucks. Like, do, do you you wouldn't want as a trucker or a, or, or as as a semi truck or as a hauler, you wouldn't want anything other than than diesel. A diesel. Uh, boats, right? Ships, they run on diesel. It kind of has, just in in. Not mainstream. Though. Just not mainstream. You know, yeah. yeah, just not passenger cars. Not so much, and especially with the Volkswagen Dieselgate, that's done so much uh, walking back for 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 diesel uh, in the market. Uh, so you know, it was they had like that. They had an Equinox diesel, I think, for a year, killed yep. it. Yep. Cruise diesel that. for a year, yep. killed, killed it. it. High hopes, high mm-hmm. hopes. Mm-hmm. And so, is that what's going to happen with the electric car as well? Or is there you're going to you're going to have to have like someone is going to have to really blow the lid off of it and have a big scandal and basically talk about how <laughs> it's so resource intensive and and how you're exploiting children in impoverished nations. But I thought the Volt was the perfect vehicle because it had kind of like the best of both worlds. Not yeah. only you, you had an electric vehicle. Granted, limited range, but you also had that backup motor inside to charge the batteries. So for people with range anxiety, you know, it was the, and again, like it was, it it was expensive. Okay, it was, right, it was, it was expensive. Ex- it was expensive. You and you couldn't, and that was the pro. I think, like the critical error that that not just GM had, but a lot of the other companies had when they come to came to building these cars and thinking that they'd be vehicles for the masses, and it was just like. They, they all were duds, all of them, besides the Prius. But even the Prius was like, a, it's affordable, right? And that's kind of what keeps it keeps it floating. They should have started with the luxury end, right? And that's the thing with like Tesla. Tesla comes in, clean slate. You're not really sure what to, what to price that vehicle as. And people are worrying up Model S's left and right. And the Model X came. It's a hundred what hundred twenty five thousand dollar SUV, yeah. And uh, now you got the Model Three, and every, it's here's your com- you finally finally it's it's commodified. But I, you know, I don't know what the margins are on that thing. Yeah. You'd have to again like when you when you go into the commodity segments, it's all volume. And if you don't have that, and it's fragile too. Like if you don't make those numbers, then that's that that high break even point. If you're not hitting those numbers, like your whole program is a wash. You're just losing money. That, and, and and Tesla doesn't have a, a lineup broad enough to broad enough to 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 mix it all up, like to to have SUV, truck, and van sales compensate for it. Which, by the way, electric van might make more sense than electric truck. Just saying, because hmm. uh, that that market is just largely fleet, right? You don't really have that 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 stubborn customer that you have in the pickup truck segment, and. I just I don't know how much. I I just don't know how big that take rate's going to be when it comes to when it comes mm-hmm. to electric trucks. Yeah. But but let's go back to uh, muscle cars. Uh, let's let's go back to electric uh, performance cars. So along with the Mustang Lithium, along with the Mustang Mach-E, uh, we also wrote a story. I think we yeah we published it today. Basically, FCA patented a new straight six turbo engine now of course that doesn't mean electric car right but if you kind of put a little bit of pieces together which is by 2023 uh the new charger and challenger model year are gonna gonna emerge tim caniscus who's like basically the head of dodge um 
mentioned to me that th- this is not a efficiency play. This is not a compliance play. This is a performance play. We want electrification to be about performance, and and that's how he's positioning it. Of course, again, like how much are you willing to pay for it? Exactly. Exactly. Now, factor number number three here is that FCA placed a major order uh, for hybrid or hybrid capable eight speed transmissions for ZF. Next generation eight speed transmissions scheduled to be built in 2022 calendar year, right? So that's 2023 Challenger Charger model years. But since it's the second biggest order in ZF's history, you got to assume that it's going to go more than just the Challenger Charger. It's going to probably go in the Ram. It's probably going to go in the Grand Cherokee. Pretty much anything uh, with the rear-wheel drive application that maybe utilizes a an eight-speed. So, so <clears throat> even on the in the diehard side with Dodge, you're seeing electrification kind of trickle in. Um, Kaniscus and 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 his whole team they're pretty good at at marketing this stuff. I think really effectively. And if if there's anyone that can convince people that electrification is is a, to a benefit then then it'd be him i mean he was even telling me a story it was just like back when uh you know when when efi was just started to be a thing like guys were like over my dead body and blah 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 they were they were scared of they're not scared but Field they injection. just yeah they just didn't want it they just didn't want it so so you got that on on one end and then yeah with chevrolet they're constantly you know pounding the drum zero emissions zero the zero 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 which is whatever. <laughs> so, hmm. yeah, I just I sounds I, sounds familiar. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds really familiar. Um, EFI bunch of crap. I don't want computer controlled. I know how to tune a carb. Right. I, had, I had SFI on my Grand National sequential fuel injection. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, man. Let's let's switch gears here. Let's talk about some other muscle cars. What do you want? You want to talk about the 50th anniversary Challenger? Sure, why not? Okay, is, is, that, going, is that going electric? Uh, not the, not for the 50th anniversary edition. I just think that it's a little I find it a little cheesy when brands and marks and stuff like that, like I mean Camaro included, right? Where they celebrate how many years the nameplate's been around, and they're not counting like the years it's been discontinued. The Challenger's been discontinued, I think, twice. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Charger as well. Camaro once so far. Um, it's like the only – there's like there's not a lot of vehicles that can say like definitively I'm like 50 years old. Like no. Chevy Suburban. Camaro can't. Chevy Suburban is one of them. It's Suburban like turned 80, 85 right, this year. Yeah. 85. Wow. Tahoe Tahoe's 25. Wow. Um, and then we're going to see the new ones next month. You're gonna you're gonna have all new Tahoes and Suburbans uh, uh, rolling out in the middle of next year. Dang. Uh, Porsche. Um, I, the 911's what forty? Don't know. It's got to be 30, 35, 40 years old, something like that. The Mini brand itself is is in its uh, so so just over seventy years old. Dang. Ferrari's just over seventy years old. Uh, Lamborghini. No, no. Ferrari is eighty uh, something years old. Lamborghini is something like, like, fifty or sixty years old, something like that. Um, but yeah, like 
So what are they doing for the 50th anniversary? So for Challenger, they gave it a, a cool paint, um, a very yellow. I like to call it gold chain. It's It's got a more formal. <laughs> gold chain. Gold chain daddy zaddy. Stripes and stickers. <laughs> Uh, it's got, it's got, it's a, it's a, you can get the wide body configuration oh. with the shaker hood, which is badass. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You can get a wide body shaker. Um, it's got special quote unquote gold school wheels, which have like a blush, a blush of gold school. on them. Gold school. Gold school. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. The, uh, oh, that's funny. Yeah. The, the paint the, is, uh, so, so they have a, a, a couple of. So the photos are are of the car in, in a color called Gold Rush, but there are actually they'll make um, what was it four four different trim levels. So you got your your Challenger GT, your Challenger RT Shaker, uh, Scat Pack Shaker, Scat Pack Shaker Wide Body, and they'll make seventy uh, of each in each paint color. So four hundred ninety total by model and. In total, nineteen or one thousand nine hundred and sixty uh, total units. So, so for example, you're going to have seventy Gold Rush Scat Pack Shaker wide bodies. Also, uh, <laughs> so the colors, by the way, um, Gold Rush Frostbite Hell Raisin, <laughs> Hell Raisin, uh, yeah, raisin. Cin- <laughs> yeah, like a like a raisin, a cinnamon yep. stick with an S, <laughs> uh, Torrid. With one capital R in the middle, uh, F eight green and go 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 mango, go mango, go mango. Uh, uh. So that torrid F eight green and go mango are already like established colors, and then the others are like all new and like limited for the anniversary. Okay. And so they got there's no like power bump or anything on the inside, but you do get the shaker hood. You get special badges. Um, you get cool like details like the like the headlights have. Uh, like the number fifty, because what are they called? They have a special name for the for the lights that suck the air in. Um, yeah, I know what you're. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't think of it though. Air, but, air yeah. catchers. Yeah. Air, air catcher headlights. So like in the little inlet there, there's a number fifty. I mean, it looks cool. It's very. I mean, it's macho. It's it it it's it's very everything that that was the seventies. Right, 1970. Right, that's when it came out. So that's when I was born. Yeah, <laughs> 1971. Wow, crazy man. It's making me feel old. So <laughs> they're still holding on to the. They're just they're just riding that thing out, man. Yeah, Are we man, ever going to see an electric Challenger? Electric Challenger, you'll see a hybrid one for sure. And that was the thing uh, about the the i6 patent is it because you have an i6 pat like a like like you have a, a straight six. It probably means that they get they might rebrand the entry level Challenger and Charger as a slant six. Yeah, because that was the base engine was was an inline six at the time, and plus you 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 think about the hybridization aspect. So basically, you're going to see a, a slant six hybrid Challenger slash Charger, and allegedly they'll be able to, according to Mopar insiders, uh, push up to 500 horsepower out of that engine. Really? A straight six. I assume that would be with the hybrid, uh, with the with the electric assist. Okay. That's pretty good. That just means that the mm-hmm. Hemis are going to have to go a little higher. Right? Mm-hmm. But then that also means that the, high, the, the Hemis are going to have to have electric assist. Yeah. And that just means that everything is going to be more expensive. So if you like your cheap V8s, if you like your 
your macho muscle cars, especially out of Dodge right now, I'd say buy one because you're not going to, you know, they're not going to get cheaper. Hmm. Hmm. Anything new on the C8 front? Uh, aside from one that spun out here on uh, 94 so, last uh, <laughs> 96. Uh, so poor guy, they sent him out on summers and he tried to, and it, yeah, the, there was snow and, and he tried to stop and it didn't work. Just didn't, just didn't work. Nope. Yeah. Just nope. Um, the final C7 rolled off the assembly line. Yeah. That was yeah. the one that they, uh, that, that was, that was, Purchased at Barry Jackson auction for two point seven million dollars. Holy shnikes! Two point really? seven mil for the last C seven. It's it's not even a ZR one. It's a black Z06, um, but it has a seven speed manual with a red leather interior. And uh, let me see what else that they got here. So, wow! It, it won Motor Trend Car of the Year, which I yeah sh- sure, it, but just the level of cringe i think this year more than ever was just like this is this is all dog and pony show because first of all they had access like just exclusive access to to a c8 pre-pro like since the summertime where they essentially just spent their time with it and wrote tiddly bits about like how much you can fit in the storage compartment and what the what the center stack buttons or hvac buttons are all about and it's just like, come on, guys. And then, like, the little cherry on top of all of it, right, was that th- they couldn't even, like, get the car to properly do a dyno test. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I – We so, know about that yeah, controversy. Yeah. So, yeah. so that that was uh, – we, again, like, at, at MCNT, we, we wrote a little big thing about that, clearing it up. It just says, like, there's absolutely – mathematically, doesn't make sense. turns out that they calibrated – their dyno system for all-wheel drive, which again, like how, what, sure, sure. <laughs> you know, it passed the sniff test from their uh, technical editor, who I respect very much. So I again don't know what happened there, but it was just like between all those things, like come on, man. But it beat the Model Three, it beat the Nine Eleven, yeah. it beat the new Supra. I mean, still, it's it's a nice little piece of hardware to have, you know. And then the C Eight, I mean, it it's a it's a, a fantastic. Fantastic car, and a f- coming in at a fantastic price too. What you oh, get? Yeah. What you get for for the money? And they they it's basically assuming that you're gonna keep with that same volume that you're used to out of Corvette because it is right. the it's America's best selling sports car, which now means that you're gonna have more mid engine cars on the road than you've <laughs> ever seen in your life. That's crazy, isn't it? It's kind of <sighs> like giving like every American citizen a bazooka. <laughs> like here you go. Don't crash it now. <laughs> Don't blow anybody up. Oh, uh, boy. Um, yeah. Who would have thought that we'd have mid-engine Corvettes in electric trucks and... Uh, and uh, Yeah, mid-engine Corvettes and electric trucks and, and Mustang electric SUVs. Yeah, there you go. If that, if that, right. if that doesn't summarize 2019, I don't, know. I don't know what can. We live in interesting times. Epstein didn't kill himself. No, he didn't. It's definitely not boring. <laughs> right? It's it's definitely not a boring time. No. It's just weird. That was funny. It's weird. It's a weird time. Fun. So right. we, we covered a wide, wide range of things from electrification. As to, we do. Yeah. To uh, the, the newest uh, 
stuff from uh, Dodge. Yeah, do- I mean, and again, like you're, to C eight and 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 just overall, just to keep the overarching thing, like the future of the muscle car, the American performance car. Where is it going? Is it going to be fully electric? I don't think so. I don't think so. Either. I don't think so. Um, you know, take a, not in our lifetime anyway. Well, maybe our lifetime, but it's gonna, if anything, a long time. <laughs> I really, again, true, truly, like I think that we're just gonna kind of like shrug all this off. The the battery stuff is just like, uh, that was. It, it might be like disco, you know. But it it's also like it's just I I disco. can't I can't shake like the Dead like disco the the cynic the cynic in me cannot shake. Just the the idea that like they like powers that be will are trying everything they can to to control what we're driving or or driving period. Like I remember listening to a podcast with with Chris Harris and, and Joe Rogan from like 2013 14 when they were just talking about trying to save the manual transmission. Mm. How silly does that sound now? Yeah, we're just trying to save driving. We're just trying to, <laughs> we're just we're just trying to save you know the gas engines. Like oh shit, like mm-hmm. we're we're yeah. in a corner here, guys. Yep, yep. So you know, you know the, in America though, compared to compared to China, compared to European countries, we've still got it pretty good. You know, yeah. So because we're so big and because we're we're not we're not so homogenous that it's kind of like everyone has to. There's a lot of push and pull going on around here over the sub- subject, and at this point, I can really appreciate it. Yeah. Because if it was, if we were a smaller country, or if there were more, was more centralized power. Well, not that there isn't, but if 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 the centralized powers that be really just wanted to put the hammer down and ban whatever they wanted to when it came to automobiles, because not cars aren't in the constitution, <laughs> right? So we uh, we're, you know, it's it's. Uh, it's uncertain, right? But it's. But I think that's what also makes it exciting, because you don't. Oh know. boy, yeah. I mean, if you, yeah, if you really, I, th- I'm, I'm worried that we might have, like, if you, if you keep having this, 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 this push towards electrification and stuff, and we're like, the market just isn't responding to it, and plus you got, you know, combined with like average transaction prices going up and 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 the regulations, everything just, it's really shaping to be this giant shitstorm that will eventually either 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 it's going to be like where the frog's getting boiled alive or one day it's just going to be like oh my god like i can't afford anything i can't charge anything like i can't i can't do anything with my car what's going on i'm worried that we're going to get into some sort of like pseudo cuba automotive market where like you're going to have a bunch of stuff that's grandfathered in and you're gonna do whatever you can to keep it on the road. Oh. Like you're gonna just you're gonna Frankenstein it <laughs> with 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 parts from other vehicles, anything, anything you can do, because modern cars are gonna be so damn expensive, right? We're not going like no no one seems to want to go back. No one seems to want to like dust off like old old pickup truck uh, you know architecture plans and tooling and stuff like that. Just it's not it's not happening. We're only going in one direction. It's expensive. Yeah. So I just you're seeing used car markets. Not only that, like you, you've got a lot to choose from. Values are appreciating, especially on the classic stuff. I just I don't see it going another way hmm. right now. So and, and eventually, like those are going to be so uh, unaffordable too, because people are just been gobbling them up. Their their values are appreciating, especially with the fun the fun stuff anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I just 
I mean, look out for that. Yeah. Hot well, take. It's been a fun show, Manny. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> yeah, nice. You should consider doing that. Oh, uh, they won't let me in. <laughs> I don't even want to know what you did to get that status. But uh, <laughs> thanks, everybody, for listening. We got, Chris, we got some a uh, couple of voicemails. We we'll do. get to them in next week's episode. Yep. Absolutely. As well as probably some other stuff that's waiting in the wings here. I've got an email, too. I know that. Mm -hmm. So cool. Always fun to have you in the studio, Manny, just to hear the overall global story of what's going on in and outside of the Camaro world. Even if it comes out of a, as a rant. I'm, I'm, I'm known to rant on this show once in a while myself. Absolutely. Once in a Absolutely. while. That's why it's a show. <laughs> it's a show, all right. Yep. All right, cool. guys. We will see you next week. Sit. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See, see ya. ya.